Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Okay, so since our broadcast from last week, we were actually uh, we recorded a couple days in advance, and we did not have the news when we did last week's show uh, about Air Venture. And uh, they have canceled Air Venture 2020, which was slated for Oshkosh in August. And no, actually, end of July 20th. I think oh, is it, it okay, was. okay, uh, end of July. Um, but but yeah, it was ten. Does it go? It didn't go into August in the beginning. No, of not August? this year. This year actually it was going to stay all in July. Well, it's a moot point at this point. <laughs> it doesn't matter because they canceled it. Uh, and the quote was like, look, we uh, only like to bet on sure things. We don't know what the future is in store for us as far as getting everybody out here for the big air show uh, this summer. And we uh, have made the decision that we are not going to do this. Uh, I thought I, I was shocked. I did not expect them to make an, uh, an announcement this early about uh, air venture. What's a you there, Dennis? Well, I think they had to make the decision this early uh, just because AirVenture is such a massive undertaking that it doesn't happen overnight. It takes the work of hundreds, if not thousands of volunteers, and they have to start months in advance. I mean, they start preparing the grounds, the campgrounds and the setup, you know, in, in early May. And that's now. Right. They need people there. And if you, you know, the state of Wisconsin is still under a shelter in place order. So they can't really bring people in or expect people to come out and gather. Mm-hmm. And if they can't have the grounds prepared and everything in place, then, you know, what's, what's the point? Well, I, you know, th- that, that is a point. I, I'm not sure if that was what went into the decision, though. I mean, because sure, they got to oh. prepare the grounds, but I think what they saw, and, and I'm just speculating here, but they know uh, not only are we having issues from flying state to state, but obviously we have some huge issues with flying internationally. And AirVenture does bring in people from around the world. That's a big part of the event. And uh, I think they saw that this could create some major problems uh, of vendors getting to the site, let alone attendees. What do you think? I, I wholeheartedly agree, you know, and air venture has such an enormous impact in the industry in all respects that I think they had to make a decision sooner rather than later so that people can make decisions on what, what's going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. look at how many businesses, you know, hold off on product launches and product announcements to get to those people, those fans, those people that, you know, are so close to the industry. They want to be there to see these announcements and they're going to have to figure out some other options now or whether they want to hold off product introductions, and at least now they can start to revamp and and work out some other options. Well, that's one element. But uh, for you, I mean, you have to change your vacation plans as well as I don't have any. (laughs) How many other uh, pilots across the country that go to this for, you know, it's the Woodstock of aviation. We're not going to have it this year. 
yeah, I don't want to sound selfish, but you know, th- this is about me. You know, what yes. am I going to do now? I look forward to this. My kids look forward to this every single year. Mm-hmm. This is our retreat. And, you know, it's not going to happen. I got to find something to fill that void. Yeah. It, it, it blows on it many levels, uh, for sure. So, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not blaming the folks at uh, EAA for, for canceling this thing. Um, but, you know, the, the bottom line is, you know, they had to make a decision. They made it probably a little earlier than I expected. <laughs> I just, I thought they would have waited at least another couple of weeks, but you know, they had to do what they had to do. And I totally get it. it it's a, it's a bummer. And, uh, you know, a lot, uh, you know, we don't really know how this all is going to play out as the States begin to open up. Uh, you know, this was our first week uh, here in Florida where I'm based out of. Are they opening up things up where you are in Minnesota this week or no? Uh, They're starting to announce some relaxations starting next week. uh, They're supposed to open up, be allowing things like surgeries and dental offices. Right. But this shelter at home order is still in place till the the middle of May. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the governor has the, you know, has the option to extend it another two weeks. Yes. So well, I can gonna- see Dennis on the closed caption video that we uh, use here at Just Plain Radio, and it looks like the hair cutters aren't open yet. Oh, no. Uh, is this is the result cut? of my daughter's cut. Okay. daughter. Okay. I got the wifey cut. I, still I got the on. quarantine cut going on. Right. Yep. Yeah. She actually, she does pretty good. I, I can't, you know, I look no different. So I look just as terrible as usual. <laughs> well, I was threatening to go grab the razor and go or the clippers and just go on the deck and do myself. And my yes. daughter's like, absolutely not. I will help you. This trust me, I can do this. Well, the first time I've had two now quarantine cuts. The first one I did exactly that. And then the wife came in and says, What the hell did you do? <laughs> oh, you got did you get the Floby? Uh no, I just had I just had tremors. I figured, yeah, how hard can it be? Well, evidently harder than I thought. Luckily, nobody cares, and you can put a hoodie on, right? Yeah, well, there's that. Uh, It's just plain radio, and trust me, if you could see us, you'd be thanking me for that right now. All right, so- that's why we're a radio show and not a video. Yes, yeah, that was the point. All right, so uh, that's one element that we had to cover. Now, uh, Dennis, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think some of my genius ideas on how we deal with the coronavirus are starting to rub off on you. You know, uh, I came up with the phrase, uh, keep their goo away from you. You know, when you're flying on an air, a commercial airplane, uh, open up the vent, blow that air directly down on you. It will blow the goo away from you. That coronavirus, God knows what. And, you know, it's just like one of those ideas. I can't, I, I needed to trademark that phrase or register it or something, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a giver. I'm all about giving back. So I don't need to do that. However, Dennis, came up with a, you know, a similar idea. And I was like, gosh, why hasn't anybody said this already? Maybe they have, but I haven't heard about it. And uh, it, it's something that we can all relate to. It probably could make a big difference on flying commercially uh, anywhere in the world. And we probably should have been doing this like a year ago, but I'll let you take it from here. Your idea is what? Well, my idea is the solution to the coronavirus uh, isolation problem has been on the airliners since they were certified. Every single time you go on the plane, the flight attendant gives you that briefing and says, in the unlikely event of a cabin depressurization, masks will fall from the ceiling. Place over your mouth and nose before assisting others. We have the mask. We don't have to bring one on the plane. 
the plane already has one. Can't we just use that? You know, they've been there for years. You know, unless you've been in a tragic situation, you've probably never seen them yourself other than when the attendant is showing us how they uh, how they work and fall from the ceiling. But yeah, why not? Maybe this would be the way to to, you know, not only get to use something it would, you know, initially be, oh, I never did this before. Cool. Hey, and then you don't have to worry about your air getting recirculated around. They just, you know, goes out overboard through the bag and there you go. Yeah. Put an N95 filter in the bag and it's perfect. You know what? I, I really like this idea. I can't believe nobody else has said this and surely someone has, but we're just not giving them credit. And we got to admit those yellow Dixie cup are probably far more, uh, aesthetically pleasing than some of the masks that we see with people walking around too right. i mean come on you look cool with It'll that be a plane cup. full of cuberts and everybody gets that reverence uh, obviously as a nerd arcade aficionado like myself but you know that's the thing i mean it, it, you know it's already there they got the mask you don't even got to bring one necessary well you probably would You'd still need one when you're waiting to board and stuff like that. But yeah, if everybody had their own mask, they could just have the tube hanging from the ceiling. It's just something you get used to wearing when you're flying on the plane. It keeps the goo away from you because you're just, uh, you know, getting fresh oxygen and, and stuff. You know what? I think it's a great idea. Come on, FAA. We came up with it. All we want is our, you know, uh, recognition and what, 10% of every airline ticket sold around the world? Is that what it is, Dennis, or what? Uh, I'll go for a lower percentage, and maybe we'll just make it off of the mass sales. All right, 60-40. You get 40, uh, I guess. Hey, it was my idea. How, how do you come out with well, that? Well, I'm the one helping uh, to get the word out, yeah. So that's worth something. It's always about you. Yeah. But uh, I do like the idea, and as stupid as it sounds, it actually has an, an element of common sense in it. What What would be the downside? Other than we'd look like a bunch of doofuses. Well, they'd have to figure out some way to switch them out between every flight. But hey, we can put a quick disconnect on there. Not a problem. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you could sanitize them easy enough because you're going to have to sanitize everything else, whether it comes to tray tables and stuff like that. You just get one of those little Clorox wipes and wipe it out in there in the middle of the the yellow uh, cup and you're good to go. You know, fighter pilots have been doing this for years. All those helmets that they have with the built-in oxygen mask, the microphones are built in. Right. Easy to clean after every flight. See, look, all we have to do is uh, our goofy little radio show called Just Plane Radio, and we solve all the world's problems. You are welcome, and we apologize. More coming up. Stay cool. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, hold that door! Hold that door! What? Hold the door! Oh, what? I'm so sorry. That's my flight to Los Angeles. I'm, I'm so on sorry. I just missed it. Look, I made the plane. I'm here. You were so close, but what? unfortunately the door is locked and closed. You're not letting me on the plane? I know it's frustrating, but once the door closes, that's it. Federal regulations. Uh, I, I, please, let, let me in here. It's so ridiculous. There's the plane right there. But really, it's as, as, as if the plane's not there. What? Are you a magician? No, but the door oh, look, is I locked. I see the plane. You're doing a trick? It's not a good trick. It's such a shame. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. All right, so Air Venture is out. Not happening this year. Uh, Sun and Fun, you know, they had to cancel that uh, a while back. But as we mentioned last week with their uh, marketing uh, representative, their Greg Gibson, he mentioned that, uh, you know, they're doing this virtual air show. And it it kicked off like a little over a week ago. Uh, And they've been doing various events uh, during the week, you know, videos and things. At the end of the month, they're going to have a big air show over the entire weekend. Uh, it sounded pretty interesting. Have you caught some of the things that they've done already there, uh, Dennis, or what? I, I did. In fact, uh, earlier this week, they had the Geico Skytypers uh, doing a live air show um, being broadcast through their live uh, was live air show TV uh, channel through uh, org. So they're really trying to uh, make the most of the fact that we couldn't go on spring break vacation and at least we can take in some air shows and see the routines and see the things that we would have, uh, you know, got, had looked forward to in person. Okay, so and no, I happening. didn't. I did not catch that. So were they actually doing 
the the sky riding and and their their routine and then they covered it on or was it a tape deal or what no it was being broadcast uh, simul you know simulcast across the country okay, uh, a live started stream at five, kind of yeah live stream type of a thing they had the cameras out there just like if you're at the air show so mm-hmm. nice hey, that's good and, stuff. and even locally here we're seeing some similar events uh, i'm sure you've heard and seen the blue angels flying uh and the thunderbirds flying over a lot of the areas that have been heavy hit by coronavirus as a uh, in in support of all of those uh, uh, nurses and doctors and right. other, other they pr- they've probably done more activity than they do with the air show circuit. Well, think? certainly a number of hours just transiting <laughs> right. between the places. Uh, but the Minnesota National Guard this week did the exact same thing. Uh, they took uh, the C one thirties and the F sixteens from the various uh, flying units here in, in Minnesota and flew them across the state over multiple uh, facilities. Um, they were over VA hospitals and, and other hospitals that have been on the front line of the coronavirus. Uh, mm-hmm. So recovery. good work. They're keeping busy, yeah. uh, uh, you know, keeping their skills up. I, I love that stuff. I really do. And, you know, the fact that Sun and Fun is doing this, uh, you know, online event throughout the month. And like I said, uh, the last week in May, they're planning to really blow it out and do like, I don't know, 48 hours of straight, you know, online virtual air show stuff. You know, I'll have to wait and see how, you know, what all that entails. But uh, but but you want to support it every way you can because they do some great work to bring, you know, especially kids into the aviation world as far as making them into pilots or inspiring them into an aviation career. And uh, I saw the story, uh, an American donated, what, 300 iPads uh, to their, uh, what is it, excellence? What What is the uh, campaign or, or thing that uh, Sun and Fun does? The Aerospace Center for Excellence is there actually the whole reason Sun and Fun exists. That's their school. That's right. where they, you know, it's a STEM academy that they're teaching people uh, engineering, aviation, and all of that. And so, yeah, American Airlines donated 300 iPads to support the kids at that school. So, now, wait a minute, hold on. Fantastic. It also was announced American like lost billions of dollars this week. Where did yeah, they, but they get didn't? They didn't lose the iPads. They donated. Oh, okay. Those. <laughs> All right, they're so, not flying. They didn't need them to, to you know, uh, equip their pilots because they're not flying as much. So I guess they said, okay. Or maybe they had already allocated them and said, hey, we're not going to pull the plug on that, which is, is a good thing. I kid. I mean, I don't want them to pull the uh, iPads back. But I, I did see that story. That did catch my eye. I was like, wait a minute. I just thought they lost billions of dollars because of the coronavirus. And they gave away 300 iPads. Whoa. Yeah, well, they idled how many airplanes and how many pilots that probably don't need them, and they're figuring that by the time we get them back, those will be obsolete anyway. So well, good point. Put them yeah. to good use now, and we'll buy new iPads for those pilots later. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It, it's fine, and it's a good cause. I kid, like I said, I'm kidding. I, I have nothing, no problem with that. I think it's good that they're continuing to support a you know a noble effort like that. That's that's good stuff. So you know we'll be watching this through uh, the month as well. And uh, encourage you to take uh, take part of it because you know that once again that's how they they fund those programs is by people going to the air show and since there is no air show the only way you can do it is online uh, right now and and you might find some interesting stuff as as we've been stumbling across as well and uh, you should support the these efforts if you can and you find yourself in a position that you can afford a few extra bucks people can be pretty generous in that regard especially if they happen to be. Uh, you know, amongst the the pilot people that have a gig right now, still are making a few bucks. So you know, if you 
you're in a position to give them some money, uh, do so. Now, and yeah, go ahead. What? Well, I was going to say, for those of you that are, you know, have your jobs and are, are have the luxury of working from home, take that money that you're not spending on gas commuting to the office and send it to Sun and Fun. Okay. You can do that too. It's really a, you know, case by case basis, wherever you happen to be. Uh, but where I wanted to go next was talking about other things or other you know, uh, ways that the, especially the commercial airliners are trying to figure out, you know, the return to service when things start ramping up and people can travel, what are they going to do? What's it going to look like? We've talked about, you know, different seating arrangements where maybe every other seat was facing the back. We talked about that last week. Uh, I I think that's going to be a crazy idea. I don't know that we're going to see that anytime soon. And plus I'd take a major overhaul. Uh, using the, um, you know, the, the, the mass to fall from the ceiling, I think that's just genius. And that's Thank purely you. Captain, uh, Dennis's idea. So send your hate mail to him, but the, uh, air- airlines, they're coming up with their own creative ways to deal with social distancing, uh, masks, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I'm sure it'll be like, it'll probably be like headsets. They're going to say, okay, you can have this uh, headset. You got to pay us five bucks. And if you can't have your own, well, okay, we'll give it to you. Who knows what they'll do. If they'll be free, you got to pay. It'll probably depend on the carrier, but social distancing is a problem. So are they going to book every other seat? Well, uh, what frontier has come up with a solution, right? Yeah, Frontier will uh, allow you to pay an $89 fee to guarantee that the seat next to you is empty. So once again, the airlines are figuring out a way to attach a fee to something that, you know, we would typically kind of expect for free. So you can pay Frontier to keep the goo away from you. If you don't pay them, it's uh, bets are off. (laughs) You better hope they let you use their masks. Yeah, it's definitely cheaper than buying the seat next to you like we used to have to do. Right. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Been up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. All right, so uh, the Blue Angels have been, uh, you know, performing across the country. Uh, saluting first responders it's been a, a a great thing very patriotic thing to watch and celebrate with the uh, country and uh, you know they obviously get to keep up on their skills and and i saw some of the videos i know you did too uh, especially from their perspective from the cockpit they were shooting video and you'd see some of this stuff on the local news and 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 the stratus caught your eye caught my eye too i thought for sure i was like Wow, they use the same thing Dennis does in his Mooney 201? What are the odds? Yeah, you wouldn't think that a multi-million dollar jet that's designed to intercept other fighters would be flying around with ForeFlight on an iPad and a Stratus up on the dash. But sure enough, here they've got, you know, footage from the slot pilot, you know, looking out ahead and 
puts this white thing on the dash and like, oh my God, it's an actual Stratus. How about the guys that? up at Apario ought to be thrilled about the exposure they're getting there. I'm sure they are. And now do you feel safe uh, from the standpoint knowing you're using the same gear as the Blue Angels and you if, could fly with it works within- in an F-18? It'll work in my moody, yeah, right? You could fly 12 inches from a, another plane, well, couldn't you? Just like them? Well, I, Yeah. That, <laughs> I don't know that I'm that good, but in theory, yes. And the Stratus will make me that much better. Got right? the same equipment. Why not? Yeah, I just don't have the same training. Okay. Only, I've only had one weekend of formation training. You're not that to, confident. I'd understand. have to work up to the, the 12 inches of separation. That is uh, pretty remarkable, though, when you think about it. And, and I did see that. I, I was like, wow, that is... Uh, Pretty amazing that they're using the same technology as as we would in a like a, a Cessna one in seventy two or eighty two or Mooney two hundred one. I mean, it just goes to show you know how technology has changed. That they see there's value to have this technology to them in this friggin' crazy super jet type of uh, aircraft. I love it. Well, and I imagine it, it's for the same reasons that I fly with, you know, four flight and a Stratus on my, you know, on my kneeboard. It's just to be able to see those airplanes, uh, you know, and the other traffic around you. So they've got a four ship formation flying over cities and not in an air show box. It's kind of nice to know what's uh, what's near you. There you go. You know, if the, if the pros use it, it's good enough for me too. more coming up. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. My current boyfriend, uh, when we first started dating, I gave him helicopter lessons, flying lessons for his birthday. He never showed an interest in flying, but I just gave them to him in case, like, the world has gone to shit and we need to fly away. You can't in a day learn to fly a helicopter. Yeah, you can. And it's not even that much money. No, you cannot. I'm telling you, you cannot learn. Yes, you can. He's good at flying a helicopter after he a day. He never did it because he was scared. But, um, <laughs> but I'll get someone to do it. I just have to have someone that knows how to fly. I can fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along. Captain Dennis navigating the latest aviation news and information. So how are you... Managing the stress associated with this uh, virus stuff. I mean, pilots can be pretty creative, and uh, some are, you know, have the luxury of still being able to fly. Have you been able to get your Mooney two hundred one up at all last week or two, or no? What do you think? I've been I've been flying the pants off of it. Uh, yeah, been doing, continuing to work on my CFWI training, and I actually went out uh, got night current this week just because I was getting close to my ninety days. And in fact, I flew it over to the uh, avionics shop. I'm getting a couple of tweaks to the radio setup done so that I can finally get uh, uh, some of the alerts for things like the altitudes and obstacles that uh, wasn't hooked up originally. So we're getting getting that done. So I'm not letting it keep me down, but uh, it is kind of frustrating to see nobody else flying when you're out at 10 o'clock at night and you're the only airplane in the Minneapolis airspace. That's really eerie. Mm, yes. Well, but at least you have the option. I do. Uh, you know, it gives you something to do, and you've been able to stay current, so that's good. Uh, a lot of other pilots are being a little bit more creative. 
I saw the story about this uh, aerialist. Is that what you would call them? Where they fly uh, skyriders, right? Yeah, the, the, if they're doing with the smoke on and making the messages visible from the ground kind of stuff. Yeah, this one guy's been uh, drawing smiley faces all across the country, I guess, or at least in his neck of the woods, uh, just to you know make people smile to help them get over uh, the stress, I guess. And I thought that, well, that's nice. Uh, some have been a little bit more, I don't know, in your face and uh, maybe not drawing. I don't, I don't know, was he, were these the Skyriders that were uh, writing some more explicit stuff? Like, that wasn't the Skyriders, right? It was just no, this happy was, face guy. Yep. But there's this, been some other pilots that have been using their ADSB tracking uh, uh, plan. And then when you go back and look at FlightAware, you'd see they had spelled something out. Is that what's going on? There's, that's exactly what's going on. A number of pilots have taken out their frustrations um, virtually by flying a track that spells out some sort of a message when you go and look back at your, at your track log. Uh, the most uh, prominent one has been all over the internet for the last week. Somebody really kind of spelled out how he feels about the whole thing. and just says, F COVID-19. Aha. Uh-huh. That'll do. No, how do you plan out a a track like that though? I mean, don't you? I mean, well, well, I guess was he flying VFR? So I guess you could do it if you're doing VFR, right? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. And okay. you know, some guys have gone so far as to create a very complex flight plan and for flight. You know, rubber banding the flight plan and then just uploading it to their panel and having the autopilot just fly it. Right. Uh, you know, it can be done that way. Uh, we had a pilot here in our area that uh, wrote wear masks and shared that with the local FAA office and he's now incorporating that into every presentation. So it's kind of a, you know, you can either be uh, I'm really disappointed and depressed with this or try to be upbeat and, you know, encourage people by, Hey, wear a mask, you know, and, and doing it a little bit differently than just standing on a street corner. But how you would execute that would be by setting up your flight plan and uh, for flight and letting the autopilot do the work for you. That, that would be the, the best way, way to do it. Yeah, because you can draw that flight plan, you know, point to point with, yeah. you know, rubber banding on ForeFlight. And then you can push that flight plan from ForeFlight to your Avidine or to your Garmin. And then it's just a matter of letting the autopilot fly the flight plan. Was that how these Skyriders are doing this stuff? Even as something as simple as a, uh, you know, happy face? Or do you know? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think those guys are just, you know, just flying in the air because and going and turning the smoke on, smoke off. And it's be- they've worked out and they're well rehearsed on how to do it. Right. Well, I don't know. The the happy face I saw was uh, slightly off. Like well, his mouth. T- I'm going to give him some credit, though. The winds aloft can mess well, with that. Well, exactly. Right. Do you remember when we went to Marco Island, we were flying out over Orlando and somebody was skywriting directly ahead of us. We, mm-hmm. we could see that. And as soon as he was laying down the smoke, it was already, you know, dissipating. So we were trying to figure out what the guy was writing. But right. It was cool to see it from that perspective. Well, it was. But yeah, is the guy in the cockpit going, no! you know, like, yeah, just angry that the winds are too, uh, too bad for his, uh, what he's hoping to write. You know, that would be aggravating, I would imagine. You do all this work and then you realize, oh, man. But uh, the flight aware thing's kind of uh, interesting. So is this this has been going on for a while, I guess. I'm just hearing about this for me for the first time. Is that right? Yeah, no, this has been going on for quite a while. Uh, when Boeing um, did some test flights, I think on like their 787, that was one of their one of their four hour long test flights. They actually drew 
uh, that in, you know, the 787 in the air. Ah, and okay. so they, you know, it's been going on for a while since people figured out that we can track these flight logs. And uh, But the only way you would see it is if you went back and looked at your own flight plan, right? Correct. And, and then you knew, up sharing that. Right. So it could be a contest, you know, uh, like we could, we could set up a flight and say you would have to go check up on uh, this particular craft and then call us up, tell us what it said, and you could win a prize. We could do something like that, and you're Mooney sure. 201. And, and you get a second prize if it includes the Just Plane Radio logo. We want to see the whole airplane logo drawn in the sky. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking you would uh, do the writing, but you're saying have them do it. Okay. Yeah. That's true. All right. Uh, like, or something as simple as like, hey, Greg is a genius. You know, like, something like that. I always score points. Or get your license, Greg. No, I like uh, the first one better. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's a that's kind of a cool idea. Uh, but the only way you once again you would see it is if you went back and checked your own flight plan. There's no other way that you know, like the the general public would uh, would know this. Nope, you'd have to go back and look at the specific flight um, for, in that air, you know, in the specific airplane. So you we got to magically up. seen it. Yep, we got to do uh, the flight plan and. Uh, you have to put like, uh, you know, some smoke writing stuff on your airplane. How hard would that be? Could you do that on your Mooney 201? Isn't that just like a little module box? You get at Halloween, you get one of those close out smoke machine things. Uh, no, actually it's oil that's pumped into the exhaust and I have seen people add them. It's more common on the experimentals because you have more flexibility in what you can do, but there, there's been some plans I've seen written up for putting in an experiment or a, a portable smoke system um, into airplanes, but yeah, it's it's not something you want to go me- you know messing around with generally on a certified plane, mm. but it can be done. All right. Well, but, if you did it, then you would have to have it recertified and all that stuff, so it's not as simple as just you would have to have Halloween a mechanic. Box. You'd have to have a mechanic sign off on it and get the FAA to approve um, the modification. It would it be enough be smoke from one of those Halloween. You know, uh, dry ice things, right? No, you wouldn't be able to see that at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, yeah, when you go to the air shows, when they're actually allowed to happen and they start blowing smoke, you know, uh, especially when they're on the runway and just showing off and doing donuts and stuff, it's amazing how much smoke comes out of those things. You'd, you'd think for sure that something was on fire, but it just billows up like a huge cloud of of nox- noxious fumes. It actually smells kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. But you're just saying it's o- just oil. Is that what it's it is? It's hemp oil. So yeah. that's probably why you think it smells so good. Yeah, maybe. Oh, It's not steam? No. No. No, it it's actual be- oil that's introduced into the hot exhaust, and it's actually smoking, and it makes that white smoke with okay. it as it burns. So if you see that big cloud, you want to walk into it and inhale as much as possible? You're not supposed to inhale. No, okay. You don't. Dude. Don't inhale. Or don't even walk into it. That was just me. Yeah, uh, I should have not, you know, let my outside voice uh, express itself. <laughs> your your inner monologue uh, became an outer monologue, right? Yeah, first time ever. Uh, I've actually given some thought though that it would be kind of neat to have that type of a system. So when yeah. air traffic control is you know calling out a traffic to you, you can actually just pop the smoke and make yourself that much more visible to be able to be picked up. Absolutely, I think it's a great see and avoid system. Right? Well, all those uh, nighttime air shows, all they I think all they do is just take uh, things that they've seen at Halloween. Yeah, you know, all the strobe lights and the black lights and 
you know, flickering little things, maybe a little bit of Christmas, and then they stick them all over their planes, and then it goes nuts, and it looks amazing. Yep. So it inspires yeah. creativity for the night air shows. But well, and you know, if I was to put that in my plane, we'd have to put a switch on the panel that says chemtrails. Chemtrails, of course. Yeah, and you can, uh, you can walk right, you fly right through the chemtrails, or just look up and know that they're dripping all over you. you yeah, what, what's what's the worst that could happen? You sprout a third nipple, tops. You know who doesn't want an extra one of those? All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What is this? Somebody enrolled somebody back into pilot school. So what do you say we quit that dead-end job you're in and put your mommy in a real nice home, something with 24-hour care on me, and not one of them Bangham and Binham joints, something really nice. It would be nice to go back to pilot school. <laughs> This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. Hey, I, I got to go back to last week because, uh, you know, we were talking about Harrison Ford 
and the fact that he had that little runway incursion. And, you know, I watched a lot of news this week, and I couldn't help but feel very sorry for Han Solo. I mean, he got hammered. Did you see this, Dennis? I've seen, I've been actually disgusted by how they sensationalized, you know, I I don't want to say it was a trivial incident, but it happens. Right. We have more runway incursions at our little general aviation airport than almost any in the country, which is not something to admire, but it happens. Yeah. And for the press to be just blowing, oh, he's under investigation and all. Yeah. They're just blowing, they're just. It's making a headline. Yeah, and, got and nothing you know, else. I, I was making some jokes about it last week. And Harrison, I know you listen religiously. Your your whole entire career and life center around catching just plain radio every week. And I just want to say, uh, I, I feel you, dude. I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have joked so much because I saw the abuse he took, like on TMZ, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're killing this guy. And he's done well, so much good for aviation. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I, I take back what I said last week, which was, it was all in jest anyway. But, uh, yeah. but Harrison, we got your back, bud. Uh, you've done too much good stuff to let uh, some silly little uh, mishap like that create such a big stink. I, and then I, I started thinking about it from the standpoint, if this would have been anybody else, you, you'd never hear about it. But because he's so prominent as a, an actor and in the news and stuff, I mean, it was like all over, and I was like, "That that has to kind of blow," you know. You you think about it from his perspective, like, "Gosh, you're you're under a microscope as it is." But then when you make just a little mistake like that, and you know, and like you said, not to downplay the the issue, it happened. It wasn't you know nobody got hurt, thank God, or anything like that. But man, to just have it plastered all over the news. And have to relive it over and over and over again. And then when people see you and say, hey, you're Han Solo. Oh, you're the pilot guy. You know, I don't know. I, I could see how that could be slightly annoying more so than saying, uh, hey, have you seen Chewbacca? <laughs> you know, when people are uh, seeing him down, you know, walk down the street and stuff. So anyway, Harrison, we, we love you. Stay with us. Keep flying and doing uh, doing the good stuff. All right. And if the FAA makes you uh, go f- do some remedial training with a flight instructor, just remember, I'm a member of the FAA fast That's team right. and a CFI. I'd be happy to come out and do it. I wouldn't even charge you. And I'll come along and just uh, gawk and and uh, be a fanboy. How about that? That'll sell it. All right. So anyway, uh, Dennis is obviously a little frustrated because we were saying at the beginning of the show, Air Venture has uh, canceled for the year, and that pretty much... Uh, that's his entire summer vacation. So what to do now is the big uh, question mark. So uh, you're thinking that one option would be to come down to Florida, and we, we were probably going to do this anyway, maybe do some diving once the uh, state opens up and maybe even fly over to the Bahamas, uh, and hopefully we'll make that happen. But uh, something as early as when is this uh, SpaceX launch taking place? It's supposed to be May 27th, and it's a, a rather historic launch. It's going to be the first manned SpaceX launch and the first manned U.S.-based launch since they retired the space shuttle. So it's been over seven years that we have not been able to send an astronaut from U.S. soil to the International Space Station. That's going to be a and big deal. That is going to be a huge deal. And something it's that we also can all, a commercial flight. Yeah, you know? and we can rally behind it. You know, uh, as a as a country, I can see it from my house, and uh, you know, I, I have a feeling this one's gonna 
be a pretty popular you know launch especially for folks in florida you know we, we usually watch these things and when the shuttle used to go up we'd always go out of our houses and take a look you know but they got so kind of regular you know even the rockets that still go off not as much as they used to but uh you know sometimes you go out and look sometimes you don't but i guarantee everybody in florida that can see that uh liftoff from spacex are going to be out in their driveways watching this and it could be uh this could be good timing i was pretty well, surprised that nasa uh well is it nasa well it's spacex but they work with nasa right Right, NASA's yeah. actually, you know, contracting with them, but this is going to be SpaceX's astronauts. Yes, but the the fact that they said, "Hey, we're still doing this despite all this shut down, shut down stuff," you know, uh, we're moving full steam ahead, and we're still planning to, you know, stick to our launch plan for the end of May. So I think it'll be a good thing. Maybe the America can rally around, and let's just hope it goes well. So you might consider coming down for that event at the end of May. Yeah. And on Having the way never down, seen a space launch, it's one of those bucket list things. I'd always, I'd love to see a launch. I've yeah. never seen that. I think oh, it'd be so cool. It's cool. I mean, you know, from my house, I can see it okay. If you go further out towards the coast, obviously, you can get up maybe we go to person. Melbourne and go check out the Avidine Very, factory. There, oh, there you go. Yeah. But on the way down, you got to stop off, and we got to give a little shout out to uh, Chattanooga, who just got voted what best uh, small GA airport of the year or something. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was uh, Wilson Air out of the Chattanooga uh, Metropolitan Airport. They got the number one ranking in the country for the first time ever by Professional Pilot Magazine. How about that? Well, congrats to them. So, And that's usually one of your stops anyway, right? Yeah, the halfway point for me on a flight to Florida is somewhere in the Tennessee area. I'll either be Nashville, Bowling Green, uh, Chattanooga, uh, you know, Clarksville. Something in there seems to work out about the halfway point. So be really easy. And hey. They've got a VOR that's the choo-choo VOR, so we can just go direct choo-choo and then head to Chattanooga. Choo-choo! Yeah, there. That that would be uh, fun. And then you could, uh, but you've been there before, so it's a nice little hangout. Got a nice little restaurant and just uh, that southern hospitality. But hats off to them. Congrats to uh, choo-choo! Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I snooze. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.